Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Fuck. How do we get started? Um You say hello and welcome to the Yog Pod. With me, Lewis, and my friend here, Simon. That's right. Welcome to our podcast. Today we're gonna to be talking about all sorts of gubbins. We're gonna be checking through some more listener emails that have been sent in. And um Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Are you excited? I am visibly excited, Lewis. Hello, and welcome to TV. What shall we start off with? Have you got anything you particularly want to talk about this week? Has anything happened? Um, do you want to you want to bring up uh, anything on the on the agenda? Um, the the Higgs boson was discovered, and that seemed to be that seems to be like the huge news story that everyone's talking about. And it's strange because it was only a couple of weeks back that everyone was talking about uh, bath salts. And how you know they make people crazy, and someone turned into a zombie and was eating someone's face. And I'm thinking that maybe what maybe the two things are related. That maybe if you take I didn't hear about these bath salts being caused by to make people eat each other. What was did I miss? I completely missed that. It's bath salts. It was the big news story that everyone was talking about across the entire world. Everyone was going crazy. There was this news story, right? And it said that basically there's going to be a zombie apocalypse because some crazy guy was eating a face. What? And uh, <laughs> it didn't make a lot of sense. No, I've not even heard of this until now. But oh my goodness! But well, that was a crisis averted. It's crazy that you haven't heard of that. That was like the biggest news story. I've, I'm too busy. That's oh crazy. Well, there you go. Um, but it hasn't caused a zombie apocalypse. We're all still fine. I think it. I think it has caused the discovery of the Higgs boson, though. Right. Because I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, the discovery happened so soon after a man was, like, gnawing another man's face off after being high on drugs. So you... Also, you know, uh, you're a noob to this, so I should probably explain uh, bath salts. They're not literally bath salts that you add to a bath. Right. That sort of, you know, relax your muscles and have a nice sort of fragrance to them. I was thinking they were that. No. No, they're not they're not literally bath salts. What what are they then? They're a drug. Oh. It uh I think it it's it's like mashed up blue smarties and um <laughs> dehydrated sunny D. And meth. And when you add the two together <laughs> you just go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have any clue. So, how is that related to the Higgs boson? I mean, can you, you, you narrowly avoided getting a degree in physics. So, I mean, you, you don't, you're not really mm. qualified to talk about this. Um, but no, I'm interested to hear what, However, what, what you think this means. <laughs> you're going to ask my opinion anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's how it works. That's right. Um, well, from what I understand, the Higgs boson is a particle that will disprove the existence of God. And there's a big conspiracy by the Illuminati to keep it a secret. And the Pope himself has killed a bunch of people and has made it look like a secret organization is behind it all. Right. There's up to one man, played by Tom Hanks. You sure it's not Matt Damon? Yes. Demons and Angels. Haven't you haven't you read it or watched a terrible movie? Oh, I thought you were it? talking about I thought you were talking about the new Bourne f- film that's coming out. But no. No, it's the, it's the Dan Brown book. You know, with Tom Hanks is that That was bloke? ages ago. That was that film was years ago. Yeah, but it was about the Higgs boson. That was like the big sort of like MacGuffin oh. that set the whole plot in motion. I thought it was like about antimatter and shit. I didn't think it was about the Higgs boson. It was about the whole. The, it's what it's called the God particle, and and Dan Brown obviously heard someone call it that, and he was like, "Oh right, okay, I can make a book around this," without actually like realizing what it is or anything, or doing any research whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was it? Stuart Lee said about Dan Brown. He said that Dan Brown was the the author, the great author who wrote "The Man Picks Up the Red Pen." It's <laughs> <laughs> literally a sentence that he wrote. It's Brilliant. like um, Doctor Seuss novel. So yes, uh, a baguette didn't sabotage uh, the LHC for long enough. Um, but yeah, I don't really, I don't really sort of know what's going on at all. Um, I must admit, it's all a bit, a bit too beyond me. The Higgs boson. I feel that all this. You need to be you need to be more in touch with the world and, and current events. Yeah. We need to have like a a newsletter or something about you know all all the important events that take place in the world. I don't think like watching the onion or reading the onion is is quite enough. Um mostly because that's not real events. It's it's sort of satirical. Yeah. Maybe maybe look at a news site. Well, I think one of the problems is that I... From MMO champion. (laughs) Wow. I think one of the problems... They don't don't really do coverage of uh, a lot of current affairs. I think think that this whole man eating another man's face off was very American news, you know, and we just don't get exposed to that sometimes in the UK. Um, Our news is more, you know, David Cameron... Cat stuck up tree. Um, (laughs) Like more, yeah, it's, it's, you know, local fate... Uh, fire kills granny. That kind of. It's stuff. more about immigration and house prices yeah. than anything else, isn't it? Terribly boring. So this Ugh. leads us nicely onto the uh, the UK citizenship citizenship chest. Fuck's sake! I'm sorry. The the, the, the what? <laughs> the I'm UK sorry, the what? citizenship the test. Citizenship chest. Well, the first thing you have to do Shit. to pass the test is be able to say that word. Um, <laughs> and I've just failed. So yeah, I think you probably have to do a similar thing if you in America if you want to be an American citizen. Mm. So you have to sort of fill in all of the you know answer all these questions about you know how the United States Constitution works and stuff that 
we have like kind of no idea about really. Um, and some of the questions are, 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 are get, very difficult. Um, I've got some very difficult questions. I get questions the feeling here. that probably like immigrants, immigrants to the United States probably have a better knowledge of the country than people who were born there. If that's the case, if they have to do a test. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that I, I saw this list of sort of 15 questions and I, I couldn't really answer hardly any of them. I'm, I'm sort of wondering if you can, Simon. Are you up for this? Okay. Um, so, which tribal... Is this the UK one? The UK shittishenship chest? Yes. Which tribal <laughs> leader fought against the Roman conquest of Britain? Uh, do you know that? Is it, is it Hadrian, Boudicca, King Canute, or Churchill? Boudicca, isn't it? It is. Boudicca. Very good. How did you know about that? From Civilization Yay! 5, maybe? No, because um, I went to school. <laughs> okay. Which king? Which... She was the woman. She she wore like a metal bikini. That's that correct. had cones coming out of it, like Madonna. She did. It was her, basically. Citation yeah. needed. Um, but yeah, definitely her. She was in charge of the sort of Celts, wasn't she? So later on... We used to call her Bodicea. What? Bodicea? No, that was someone else, wasn't it? No, no, it was it was Boudicca, but Bodicea is what we used to pronounce Boudicca, and then we like apparently found out that we'd been pronouncing it wrong all these years. I had no idea. I thought she was someone else completely. Weird. Which king defeated the Vikings at the end of the ninth century? Uh, was it Alfred the Great, King Canute, King William, or King John? God, what king defeated the Vikings? At the end of the 9th century. I mean, what a boring question. But, you know... <sighs> it happened so long ago as well. The 9th century. That's over a thousand years we're ago. We're like, you know, we've got such a lot of history. How has that got any relevance to today? I know, I know. But there's so many things like that, though. So, you know, Boudicca, obviously, is pretty irrelevant. But, for example, which, which famous document led to the formation of Parliament... Uh, do you know what that was? Um, the Magna Carta. Very good. Um, yeah. ah. Very good. Uh, which monarch established the Church of England? Quite an easy one. Henry VIII. He didn't like... Uh, yes, very good. Uh, which monarch was defeated by Oliver Cromwell in the Civil War? Um, Charles I. Oh, my God, you're getting all these right. You did history, did you? Um, I did. I did do history, GCSE. Who was the first Prime Minister? Mm. The first Prime Minister? Yeah. Is it... It's not Walpole or... Yeah. No. Robert Walpole. Yeah. How Fucking did you know hell. that? I don't know. That surprised, that surprised me. I'm Simon's uncle. And when I'm not running away from spiders and farming and cleaning up pig shit... I like listening to the yog part. You're ninjaing this citizenship test. You are definitely a British citizen. Now, I... Oh, it's good to hear. Thank you. Thank you so much. Am I allowed in the country now? <laughs> yeah, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because it's really difficult to get Jaffa cakes overseas. I, I constantly get messages from people who aren't in the UK saying they can't get any. So I'm glad that I'm allowed to stay in the country. Thanks. Oh. You're welcome. So you finished that one. 
but there's a more sort of realistic uh, citizenship test that you might be in citizenship chest Jesus that you might be interested in uh, in doing so are you <laughs> ready why can't you say that why can't you say that why do you citizenship say citizenship chest I don't know citizenship <laughs> chest why I don't know <laughs> it's terrible there's more effort to say it wrongly I don't <laughs> what the so hell? please complete the following question it's about Britain that, that are more relevant. Now, okay. most people who aren't from Britain won't get these answers. Ah, that's good. But I feel like you might have to like answer them and then maybe give them an explanation in your own words. So, okay. so the first question, please complete the following sentence. It's nice to right. see you, to see you. <laughs> nice! Yeah. Very, yeah. very good. Very good. That's, uh, that's Bruce Forsyth. Brucey. <laughs> what is the correct response when someone drops a tray in the middle of a canteen? Hey! Now there's, there's... <laughs> yeah, that? it's it's raucous applause. Uh, that's that's always what happens for some reason in Britain. Um, it's not when someone drops a glass or something when it's shattering, or you know, someone knocks over a big sort of roast dinner, or. Just anything. Anything collapses. You all just, you cheer. I don't know why. doesn't make any sense, really, does it? Even if, you know, it's Christmas Day and your mum's made a lovely big <laughs> semolina pudding, you know, for dessert oh, or whatever. Oh, oh, I, I do like a good semolina pudding. And she's coming, she's coming into the lounge with the semolina oh. for everyone. And she's, she's got this oh. massive steaming thing. And she she just catches her foot on the edge of the carpet because you know because because your dad had moved the carpet and she's turned into a baby and then uh, she falls the semi that goes flying and it splodges no. out all over the the the, the carpet no. and then everyone goes what hey because hey. <laughs> that's how it's done. In Britain. It's strange, isn't it? Very odd. That is a strange one. Why would we do that? Do you, ha- do you have any good sort of memories of, of that type of sort of family dinner party um, type things? That actually did happen at one of at one of my Christmas family parties. The semolina went flying. Oh, God. It was a disaster. We were cleaning it up for days. I remember being very angry at my, my auntie who came round with her like massive, massive dog just as we were having, like, Sunday dinner. And I right. just sat down, and I had my dinner on my lap because, you know, we're, we're fairly sort of lower middle class, and we got, like, our dinner dinners on our lap. There's quite a lot of you. You know, it's not enough space, you know. Roast, roast chicken, you know, gravy all over it all, some Yorkshire pudding, roast potatoes. Oh, it was lovely, Lewis. It was lovely. Nice bit of carrots. Oh, it was delicious. And I just sat down and then her dog just leaps up into my lap and sends the plate just spinning in the air. Oh, so he my like catches it's like God. a seesaw kind of thing. So he catches the side of it and it just went, and went on the floor. And I was furious. I was absolutely like, furious. I can imagine. How old were you? I was probably about Twenty-two. <laughs> 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 I was five years old. Uh, it was my first ever roast dinner that I was allowed. I was sitting at the big boys' table. No, no, I was probably like a grown 
lad, a grown man, grown man. And it just, it just, it was like a slow motion thing. I can see the expression on your face as the plate just like spins around in midair, and gravy just sprays up the wall. Did the dog sort of catch the chicken leg in his mouth as well, and sort of just <laughs> run yeah. off? Um, yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, though, we, we we had lamb instead of chicken. Um, I forgot. I, I I got that wrong. It was lamb that we had uh, a roast leg of lamb. Oh, and, uh, oddly oddly enough, that the the day before was like the last time I ever saw my father. I don't know where he went to. <laughs> uh, we had that delicious delicious roast leg of lamb. Oh, it was lovely. Oh, there you go. So next question on this on this thing. There's there's a picture here of two lovely looking Geordie lads. Can you tell me uh-huh. which one is Ant and which is Deck? I don't think anyone can tell the difference between them. Um apparently they have this thing in which they have to stand alphabetically. So Ant will always be on the left and Deck will always be on the right as you look up at them. Oh my god. I never knew that. So th- I mean, that's that's supposed to be the way to tell, and they always supposedly try and stand that way around. That has blown my mind. But realistically, no one can ever really tell which is which. Um, okay, they're kind of like twins, but not twins, aren't they? You know, they're twins that don't look anything like each other. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, they're that's both. Weird. I think they're both quite small, aren't they? They're both quite. You know, they're not tall men. Diminutive. They're sort of pocket size. Diminutive. Um, yeah. Are they dwarves? Um, I don't think they are, no. Okay. But they probably have the the heart of a dwarf oh. locked away somewhere in a cupboard. Okay. Hopefully kept chilled. Yeah, in a, freeze, a freezer cabinet or something. <laughs> Out sure. of direct sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise it can spoil. Lovely. Uh... <laughs> Packed safely in, uh, in ice with an ambulance waiting. Do you want salt and vinegar? There's two o- o- options here. Yes or no? Now, this has got to be a reference to chips. Yes. Um, yes. Do you has. want salt and vinegar on your chips? And of course, yeah. you always just say yes without thinking. Of course you do. Um, and if you have, with fish and chips, if you have like a big bit of fish as well, they tend to just pour the salt and vinegar all over the fish as well. Yeah. Um, which is they, they literally just pour out salt, and you have like about half a pound of salt on top of your meal. Um, yeah, but that's good because that's what makes it, you know, extra delicious. That's the, yeah, it's the flavour, really. Uh, do you? I mean, are you a fan of salt and vinegar crisps as well? We're going to thoroughly confuse the Americans listening here. Crisps, chips. Have you got a preferred flavour of crisps? Or do you just have whatever's um, presented to you? I, I was I was thinking of getting some crisps on the way in today. I saw some mm. red Thai curry ones. Wow! And I was tempted, but I wasn't tempted enough to actually buy them. No, because I thought no, they might be horrible, and so I didn't get any. So I'm not that you know massively into them. I'll be honest. No. Now you know in chip shops. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they always have like uh, little, well, not little, but big jars of pickled eggs. Have you ever oh. had one of those? Have you ever eaten? I've had one in a pub before. 
Right. And there's in a pub, it's it's traditional that you have a bag of crisps and you also have a pickled egg and you put the pickled egg in the bag of crisps. Right. And um, all of the salt and flavourings from the crisps go onto the egg. And what you do is you eat all the crisps and then when the bag is empty, you sort of like mush the flavouring, you know, bits of powder around the egg and then you eat the egg. That's, that's this- how it's done. Is this actually really something that is done? Because I feel very It is very actually Ill. something that is really done. <laughs> something that's even more messed up, right? This is something my dad does in the pub, right? Okay, do we need to of, know he'll this? Get, he'll get a bag of crisps, right? And Wait, tell me what flavour. You know, pork. it doesn't matter, right? right? And you'll find out why it doesn't matter, <laughs> right? <laughs> Now, I'm sure I'm sure people are aware of what a Bloody Mary is, okay? You yeah. have vodka, tomato juice, Tabasco sauce, Worcester sauce, right? Yeah. Now, what my dad will do is he will have essentially the ingredients of a Bloody Mary poured onto the crisps, right? Okay. Into so the bag. Tabasco, Tabasco sauce and Worcester sauce just poured... No, not poured into the bag. That would be crazy. What he does is he sort of opens the bag up so he has the sort of foil um, surface, like a foil. So you, you tear the bag of crisps along the seam. So it's like a it's like a, a rectangle of foil with crisps. A rectangle of foil with like a pile of crisps in the middle. Right. And then he pours all the Worcestershire sauce and Tabasco sauce over the crisps. And it's quite good because sometimes you get one that has like the perfect amount on and it's quite nice. But sometimes, right... Sometimes mm. you get a dangerous one that has, you know, maybe four or five blobs of Tabasco sauce on. <laughs> so and you have to eat it because you picked is the, it up. You can't put the, it back down. You've got your fingers all over it. <laughs> this, and then there's just an egg on the top. Uh, I mean, this is like the British <laughs> equivalent <laughs> of nachos. Isn't it? Really yeah. is. It's, like- yeah. it's a really down market nacho. <laughs> I mean, if your dad was doing like Master Chef, you know, or like Iron Chef, you know, and he had yeah. to present his like main course, you know, that would be it. Yeah, that would be it. He would, you know, oh, they'd, they'd zoom on him like tearing the crisp packet open, like down the seams, and he'd go, "He's done this a mm. lot. He's a master. He's uh, a true <laughs> master of his craft." Well, it's pub, it's pub snack food, isn't it? I mean, pub it, snack. I food. mean, at least it's not pork scratchings because that's the worst, grossest shit. It's literally pork fat, right, from like the the skin la- layer, and sometimes on pork scratchings you actually get like hair, pig hair, still stuck to it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, that is just crazy. That is crazy <laughs> that people eat that. It's 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 almost like though, you know, people. If you have like a nice cut of like pork, you know, and then you cook it in the oven or something, you do get like the fatty bit on the edge, and and the majority of people eat that, you know, and that's like they, they quite like it. So that's what a pork scratching nice is supposed to be. You know, it's supposed to be sort of mm. the the rind crackling. That's what it's the called. Crackling. The, it's supposed to be like crispy and and crisped and and you know deep and crisp and even. Lovely. So okay. Next question. When does the uh, DFS sale come to an end? Um, the DFS, the, the furniture 
store. Now, what does yep. DFS stand for? Now, you think furniture store is FS, but what does D stand for? Oh, my goodness. I don't da. know. Da furniture store. So you're uh, saying it's kind of like KFC or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Discount furniture store. Ah, that must be it. Yeah. Discount furniture store? Yeah. That makes sense, that. doesn't it? I think it might but be sale, something... It starts... It starts this bank holiday, and it continues until <laughs> uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. Um, <laughs> and then it resumes next Monday. And then it resumes, yeah. So there is, there, I think there is usually a window of, like, from when a store closes on Sunday to when it reopens on Monday morning, uh, when there isn't a sale on. Yeah. But then yeah. the store's closed, so it doesn't really matter. So it never ends. It's a never-ending sale. Mummy, mummy, can I listen to the yoke pod? Fuck off. Mummy, no! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, obviously, that's J.K. Rowling and her child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next. Please complete the following question. Okay. Who do you think you are kidding, Mr. What? Who do you think you are kidding, Mr. Hitler? When you think of England, we are the boys who will stop your little game. (laughs) We are the boys who will make you think again. You could be an entertainer in an old folks' home. You know that. Oh, they would love that, wouldn't they? They would love you to They'd sing that. They think I was Clive Dunn or something. Thing is, right? I, I I'd need like the, the round glasses. I think that you know we always think that people were in an old folks' home. Because when I was a kid, I actually had to go to an old folks' home and sing sort of old war songs. You know, like um, <laughs> there'll be there'll be. <laughs> this is true. why did he, did he do something wrong? Was this like uh, community <laughs> service you were doing? <laughs> It was, no, it was like, it was, I don't know, I just had to sing, you know, roll out the barrel, and all these terrible old war songs. Was this like, a scout badge? There'll be bluebirds over the wide cliffs of Dover. I didn't have such a lovely tenor sort of voice back then. I was like, there'll be blue... Oh, I won't, I won't, I won't continue. Oh my God. But, um... <laughs> Please spare us that. But, I mean, I was obviously about... I remember doing it and I must have been about 10, 9 or 10 or 11. And it was a school thing, you know, I think it was our school choir. And mm. for some reason, you know, we were doing it. Um, but I think, you know, now, 20 years on, those people, you know, who, who are those old folks probably aren't listening to war, you know, like war, war music anymore. You know, they're probably like 20, that's 20 years out of date. So they're listening to stuff from the 1960s, you know, like, I guess the Beatles. Isn't that weird? That's quite scary, isn't it? Do you think that's right? I mean, oh my god, what are we going to be like when we're old? Are we going to be like insisting that we still <laughs> use the same sort of iPad and iPhone? And um, <laughs> oh my god, you'll still be wearing your aviator glasses. And like, come on, Mister Brindley, I've got your aviators ready. Sunny out. Wow. I mean, it's it's a bit weird because all of the fashions of now are pretty much the same as they were in the 1980s. Um, so it's all a bit weird. Everything goes in circles, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, are we going to get, like, 
kids coming to our old folks home and singing Spice Girls and oh, um, be amazing. Sugar Babes. Oh, my God. And uh, Oasis. Oh, my God. That actually doesn't sound too bad. Um, oh, my God. Manic Street Preachers, maybe. I was thinking more like Skrillex. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a. That is the sound that the dog made when he knocked your plate off at Christmas yeah. and grabbed your chicken. My leg of lamb that had been used to murder my father. Yeah. God damn it. No, your dad turned up fine. Um, it was a burglar that your your mum knocked out that Christmas. Don't you remember? Oh, right. Sure. Uh, except your dad was 10 years younger and spoke with a Eastern European accent. <laughs> yeah, that was strange how that happened to him. <laughs> then he came back. Apparently he got like a nasty knock on the head and that's why that's why he started speaking in a, a sort of foreign language most of the time. Yeah. And occasionally he would say in broken English, you know, here's five pounds. I want you to leave the house for a couple of hours, Simon. Um, it's a bit strange, really. But... Go to the cinema. We didn't uh, have a cinema. Watch Revenge of the... Uh... Oh, didn't you? How did you watch Star Wars? Um I almost said Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Revenge of the that's, Sith. That's, that's not right at all. <laughs> <laughs> you were like 31. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. How many more questions are there? It's taken us ages. Only two. Oh, right. Okay. This is good. I think. Or only, oh, there's only a few more, actually. The UK is experiencing very hot weather. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Sweltering. But the sun, the headline in the sun reads... Pew, what a, is it either A, relief, B, parabaps, or C, <laughs> scorcher? Phew, what a scorcher. <laughs> it would be, right. be core, what a lovely parabaps. Oh, right, yes, of course. That would be the sort of headline that would go with, like, uh, you know, a baker who is like, like a pastry girl or something. Oh, yeah. And she's holding a pair of baps in her hands. Flowery baps. Britain's youngest baker, um, or whatever. Britain's youngest baker, and she's legal. Um, I have to emphasize that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like six years old. Oh, my God. That would be pretty inappropriate. I think, actually, what was it? Was it the the mail that said um, they had, like, this massive go um brass eye for doing like a pedophilia special in which they mocked the media's obsession with pedophiles yeah you know which was so bad that like pediatricians were being beaten up because they were just riled up yeah by the media and they were having a go saying this brass eye thing's disgraceful and on the exact opposite page there was a picture of charlotte church who i think was 15 at the time Saying, you know, basically, oh, she's growing up. She's she's becoming a big girl. Oh, look at her tits. It's basically saying that. Oh my! It was God. shocking. Wow! It's absolutely shocking. Yeah. But she wasn't a baker, so that's irrelevant. <laughs> oh, what a lovely pair of lungs she's got. That's pretty much what it would have been. She's a very talented singer. So, uh, you have met a girl from Greece, Simon. Uh, what might she have a thirst for? <laughs> a, right. knowledge, B, uh, retina, or C, European financial assistance? 
Yeah, that's, that's the thing about Greece, isn't it? It's it's becoming famous for just having a disastrous economy and basically bringing down the euro. Did you hear that David Cameron is going to be like shutting the borders to all Greek people because they suspect there's going to be like a, a million refugees from the uh, the remains of Greece trying to get into <laughs> other countries across Europe? Is this is this where the is- the zombie cannibal thing happened in Greece in the bath. I mean, bath salts, Greece. It was the Romans that were famous for the, for the baths, wasn't it? Oh, not so much the Greeks. The Greeks are more famous for the the boys thing. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, moving on. I don't know if I pronounce Retzinger correctly. Is it Retzinger? The, Retzinger. The, the flipping wine thing. It's like um. It's like sort of. You can't pronounce shitism shit properly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even bother with Retzina. Oh. Retzina. Have you ever had Retzina? Is that what? It, is that how it's even pronounced? It sounds like something like an upper class family would call their firstborn daughter. Retzina. It's time for your violin lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, mummy. Hang on. I just need to put my bow tie on. I don't know why she'd be wearing a bow tie, but... Well, you have to. It's part of the rules. <laughs> uh, good. Well, good. That's great. You are at a football match. Oh! How many... Oh, you, uh, you love it, don't you? You love being at football matches. I love the football. Now... Did you see that ludicrous display last night? Have you ever actually been to a football match? Yes! Of course uh, I have. Have you? Not, Whereabouts? It's been a while. Which one? I've watched Cheltenham Town uh, play R- right. a few times, and I've seen uh, Cardiff City. Well, Cheltenham Town are, are pretty sort of low low in the leagues, um, but they're a, they're a good team, lovely team, Cheltenham Town. The Robins, they are, they're known as. But Cardiff were, 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 were premiership level for a while, weren't they? Um, I Maybe... Like in the seventies or something, I don't know. Cardiff City. Um, so who won? Tell me what it was like. I want. I want to hear this full experience. Of the, I want to hear the story of the time you went to the football. What one particular time? Um, oh my god! How many? How much did you go? Been a few times, not a lot, but you know, handful of times. I saw. I saw Morton in Marsh play as well. Yeah, that was like the most local side, and they they were non-league and terrible. Um, well, Morton in Marsh is uh, tiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like 3,000 people live there. I mean, that's like, Pretty much, you know, yeah. everyone turns out. Even like, you know, old Mother Wilson from the Old Mother Wilson from the, from the co-op. You know, she's playing in goal. God, it's not exactly... Uh, no, it's that exciting stuff. What was the what was the crowd turnout? Like five dads standing around the uh, sides of no, the pitch. No, it's like everyone, everyone in the country came. They they actually had to get a, a, a stadium. They imported a stadium in, and they put it up for the day. It was yeah. full capacity. There was like fifty seven thousand people there watching this terrible football team. Um, Concede seven goals. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but watching the football just it just involves standing uh, as it rains, pretty much. And of course, goals are pretty infrequent. Um, in non-league matches, you might see a few more 
because like the pitches tend to be smaller and obviously the goalkeeper is under a lot of pressure you just do tend to see a bit more action but like in proper professional matches you'll often be stood there watching an hour and a half of football and you won't see a single goal yeah i mean my it's not the most interesting game it's like cricket i mean that's even worse jesus but I don't mind cricket. Cricket's quite chilled. You know, you, you don't really go for the actual cricket. You kind of just chill out and drink a bit and chat. And it's quite sort of chill. It's just quite relaxed. It's usually quite nice weather. I don't know when cricket's on. It always seems yeah. to be. I don't know what that why, why that is. But with football, it's always sort of it's always cold. It's always a bit miserable. You know, I I, I seem to remember when I was when I was in my teens, I I went through a phase with one of my friends, and we we had. He had like a, a sort of an off-peak season ticket, um, mm. which meant he got to watch kind of the less interesting league games of Ipswich Town, um, which was quite a way up on the on the train. It was a couple of hours from where we live, but it was still that was still considered to be a local team. Well, not a local team, but so much so much as you know, it was it was just a, a sort of a decent team. Um, so rather than going to London, we went sort of up to Ipswich. And the one thing that really sticks in my mind from those trips, apart from how boring and horrible and cold it was, was <laughs> that when I was sat in the stadium watching the game, that was probably the most dull game ever, you know, like Ipswich versus, you know, Rotherham or something, just some place oh. you've never heard of. Uh, the Giants and- of Ipswich play the Giants of Rotherham, <laughs> making them both look normal sized. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, they did all that and they bigged it up and they announced all the players and they all came running out. And, you know, it was just, they all started kicking the ball around. And the one Mm -hmm. thing that strikes in my mind, sticks in my mind really strongly is that there was no, it wasn't like big, there was no big TVs doing replays or anything fancy like that. You know, it was just quite a big stadium, quite a lot of people there, lots, very, very noisy. And you were sat Mm. down and as soon as the ball got kicked towards the goal, suddenly everyone was on their feet. Yeah. Okay. There was this. There In was unison, this. And everyone stands up. Yeah. And I. And was, oh! I was obviously still sitting down because I didn't know that this was like the rule of you know the rule to do. And I I couldn't get it. I I just couldn't get it. Could you could you stand? Could you could you could you please sit down for goodness sake? I can't see what's going on. I think there were only like two occasions when it the actual goals were scored, and neither of them I saw. Okay, or had any oh my God. clue as to what happened because people leapt up i was still sitting down um and then like you know i was like, oh 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 i missed it <laughs> and it was just and there were occasions i i tried to like preempt it though i tried to preempt it and i tried to like like preempt when i think thought people were all going to jump up and so there were occasions when i oh jumped up God. on my own but no one else jumped <laughs> up right did you cheer and as you did it it was almost like you're. It's like you're in a choir or something, or you're singing, and you are left oh like you you, you start like you're belling it out for some reason, and then you, it's not. It's like silent in that bit of the song, or that verse is like you know, not what you thought it was, and you just belled it out. Um, oh, awkward. So yeah, that's what I remember from from going to the football. Um, oh, good Lewis. times, good times. So yeah, you're at a football match. Uh, how might supporters of the opposing team be going home? You're going home. Is it A, in a fucking ambulance? <laughs> B, on a delayed train? Or C, mm. promptly? 
<laughs> You're <laughs> going home in a Volvo estate. Oh, wow. That would be quite cool. That would be quite comfortable. Uh, I think I was going home on the train, but yeah, a delayed train, probably. So, B. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, Britain, England used to be renowned for its sort of hooliganism and stuff, but, but we kind of, we've stepped back a bit on that, I'm glad to say. And we're letting other people take the, uh, take the crown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's nice when you, you know, when there's a football match taking place in the Ukraine or something and, a load of black players go onto the pitch and like half of the stadium suddenly start doing monkey impersonations. I think it does a, it does a lot for English football by having other countries look, you know, so much worse than we are. <laughs> so good yeah. on you for just being complete racist cunts. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks Thank for you. making us look so much better. I'm a man. And when I'm not having a pint in the pub, working on chip building site I'll listen to your pod so the last question in this real citizenship ch- chest oh fuck <laughs> have I not <laughs> I'm not even trying <laughs> how Which did you do that how can World you War pronounce II it so badly t- <laughs> oh fucking hell which World War relic is housed in the Albert Hall uh, now, what do you think would right. be in the Albert Hall, Simon, from World War II? Would it be a Spitfire? Uh, would it be a gas mask? <laughs> Is it anything to do with that? Maybe uh, that little song that you were singing. Would you like to? Would you like? I mean, that's one of the ones that I had to do when I was performing for the old folks. Actually, really? Uh, did, you, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you did not sing that lyric. Please. <laughs> Hitler has only got one ball. The other is in the Albert Hall. His mother, the dirty bugger. Oh, my God. I'm not going to sing the rest of that. But um, Cut it off when he was small. Cut it off when he was small. So, there you go. Thanks. I'm going to get a remix of that. Oh, no, it's not remix that. I, d- I think that that came about after World War Two. I don't think that hmm. people were actually singing that during World War Two, were they? Because that song is actually something completely different, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's it's Colonel Bogey. That's the name of of the song, I think. So yeah, it the the mis- misappropriated lyrics. Is that is that right? If I said that correctly, I don't know. Who cares? We're doing the shit the citizenship chest. I think I'm allowed to mispronounce the odd word. Uh, Apparently, one of the things that I did I do know about that is that it, the lyrics definitely changed over time because there it was um, originally Goring has only got one ball, um, not Hitler. Oh, really? Um, or Goering. And he and, and it actually went like, I think it was like Goering. I don't want to sing it again. Go, go on, go on, go on. You sing, you sing it so I don't beautifully. Think, I don't. I've, this is an episode of me singing like World War it's Two. It's not song. like it's inappropriate because I mean we're allowed to be mad and you know and rude about the Nazis. I don't think there's you're not going to get into trouble for mocking the Nazis. So, I mean, originally, you know, we, were, we weren't just at war with, with Germany, obviously, and there were a lot of, you know, other problem uh, problem states, like, of course, um, the Italians and everyone else, but mostly it was the Germans. And this this is about the sort of... It was originally it had all four of the main Germans in it, so it went, 
Goering has only got one ball. Hitler's are so very small. Himmler's <laughs> so very similar. And Goebbels has no balls at all. That's apparently wow. the original. And that's what you sang in this old people's home. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, there is like another lyric as well after Hitler's ball got chopped off apparently there's like there's like tons more verses that people have come up with um, and variants I mean that's the one that I sort of we sort of learned though isn't that weird it's good you know you got the old piano out you were banging out a tune you were singing about testicles <laughs> these old people they were loving it they were loving it uh, so there's there's a second verse about Hitler's mother um, oh Whoa, 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 let's not bring anyone's mum into this. <laughs> Hitler's mother. She threw it over West Germany. It landed in the deep blue sea. The fishes got out their dishes and had scallops <laughs> and bollocks for tea. <laughs> that is brilliant. Oh, my God, that is absolutely brilliant. Oh, I love that. Oh, there's old, there's old people. They had a great time. They were loving it. And did you did you go around like every week and and sing these songs with them? No, or? we were banned after the first time. No, <laughs> 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 oh, there was that no. thing when you were a kid that you did. I don't know if you did this, um, but you know when I was when I was in the Scouts, you know we did have to go to church, and and we weren't always like the the, the best behaved kids. You know we did sing our own no. like dirty lyrics along to songs or whatever. I don't know, it's just something that was done. I don't know if that stuff is still done, like, these days. I don't know. I feel really old talking about this stuff. It was a more innocent time where we sang songs about Hitler's bollocks in church. Well, there were sort of, like, lyrics for just about every sort of popular hymn. They were, like, alternative lyrics. Hmm. That were, like, rudes that were about, like, balls or dicks or poops or farts or, you know, something ridiculous. They all got passed down in the playground, didn't they, you know? Yeah. See, that that should be on the test as well. So how did we score on the test? Have we passed? Uh, oh, yeah, you, you passed. Yay! You passed with flying colours. In fact, you're now eligible to oh. to um, apply to be the Prime Minister, Simon. You passed with oh such flying colours that the government actually want you to come in and... Would people vote for me? If I stood for Prime Minister, would people vote for me? What party would you be representing? I mean, what would be the your policies? Uh, the S-Club party. <laughs> because there, there ain't, ain't no party. party. Like an S-Club like club party. <laughs> there ain't no... Absolutely. Uh, do you know what? I think you'd win. I think in the current climate, people want a bit of uh, S-Club. Do we ever find out what S-Club stood for? Because, I mean, that was a uh, bit weird as well. Sex Club. Oh, Santa Sex Club, S, um, S Club party. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Um, special, the special club. <laughs> oh god! They got a special clubhouse um, in which you know all the furniture is made of plastic and has curved edges on it, uh, so that nobody hurts themselves. There's all sorts of different coloured crayons. Keep them busy. You have to keep them busy yeah. when they're not performing, you know. Awesome. So we have a few questions from Yognaut sent in. Uh, you ready Ooh. to answer these, Simon? First off, we've got one from Tiffany Liang, who uh, writes, 
After listening to your Yog pod about your granddad's blood type earlier ages ago, uh, I was curious about my own. Are blood you kidding type. me? Your granddad is a bee. That one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, that was like a century ago. That was a long time ago. I was curious about my own blood type, since all the people in my class know their blood types, but I didn't. Mm. Looking on my records, I couldn't find anything, so I bought a blood type tester, and to my surprise, I was B negative. This is surprising, because in this city, people with a negative blood type was under 1%. (gasps) It couldn't have been passed to me by my parents, because my mother was a B positive and my father was an O positive. Oh my god. And then they ju- then she's just sort of left it hanging there. And she says, anyway, I wanted to ask you a few questions. So, so she's, she's adopted, basically. She's, she's got these questions. <laughs> oh my and then, god. Then she, after the question, she says, last of all, your yog pods really cheer me up. I haven't smiled in two years because I am simply unhappy. Uh, yours oh truly, god. Tiffany. So, <laughs> oh Tiffany. Um, don't worry. I'm sure that your your parents are your real parents. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Uh, do you want to answer these questions? I would love to. So she's got a question for me. Have you ever punched Simon in real life? What? Um. Well, <laughs> well, as you can imagine, that's not such a strange question because you know, you know, we do have tiffs occasionally. You know, me and Simon like, have arguments and we shout at each other like any. You know, happily married couple. Wait, yeah. what? No. <laughs> I mean, like, wow. You know, where we we do we do get on each other's nerves sometimes, especially if we've been on a plane for um, you know thirteen hours, and I have to sit next to that. You know, so yeah, you can understand why I might want to punch someone in the face. I haven't though, and you never punched me in the face. I don't think not in the or, face. Uh, do you remember when we? You know, a couple of times I think this happened. We'd be walking along and i would just suddenly realize it was the first of the month and i would pinch oh yeah (laughs) that was that was lovely yeah i remember that you like and one time you did it quite hard and that to me what's wrong with you (laughs) i I think one time i went into the road as well uh which was rather dodgy oh god yeah but yeah Oh, I pushed you. I pushed you into the road one time, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, fuck. You could have died. Sorry about that. Don't push your friends into the road. Simon is a massive jerk. Yeah, don't do that. I pushed you off a boat that one time. You threw... You pushed me off a boat. You threw a mug at me. Do you remember when you threw the the nice mug at me and smashed it? Oh, Christ. I did, yeah. You smashed one of the recording lights in here. But that 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 was yesterday. Oh, that was an accident. I was trying to turn the, the... I thought the battery had gone in it, and I was trying to get it to work. And I just... I didn't realise that it was such, like, a, a thin shell. Smashed it into bits. I didn't even realise it was a thin shell. I thought it was... Yeah. That's not your fault. It was like an eggshell. I feel really guilty, because Hannah, like, put so much work into making that. <laughs> and... I know. I, like, just threw it away in the bin. She made Simon this lovely recording light with um, with his name on it, and it was, like, on air. I'm sorry, Hannah. It's all right. She'll accept the apology if she listens to this, I'm oh, sure. Oh, God. So, yeah, we, we, we like any like any couple, you know, we get we get into arguments. I don't think I've been very physical towards you. I think it's because it's a bit like when I... It's a bit like I've told you before, you know, when I got into fights with my brother, um, you know, and locked mm. him out, and he charged at me and, and, and beat me up and sat on me, you know... I was, yeah. I was uh, obviously as an older brother, I always bullied my little brother a little bit. You know, when I was when I was young, um, and when I was about, I think about seven or seven or eight, when he was about six or seven, 
at that point, he started getting bigger than me. And ever since then, he's been bigger than me, substantially. I mean, he's mm-hmm. like a foot taller than me and about twice my weight now. And oh, my God. It was, it was about the age of seven or eight when that sort of crossover happened. And from that point on, he took no shit from me at all. <laughs> yeah. Which was, yeah. which was kind of cool. Um, and it, it made, but he, my brother's amazing, actually. He's, he's literally the gentlest, like, nicest guy you'd ever meet. And he was never like, he never sort of turned it around on me or anything. And we got on quite well, me and my brother. I think siblings often argue and, and stuff, like, a bit like what we do, but yeah. Mm. You can't, you can't have, you can't have a long friendship with someone without having a few arguments. I do pick on you a bit, don't I? Lord. Not really, actually. It's not too bad. I'm, I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> oh, God. You so, sound like a, a beaten wife. Oh, God. Next question. Uh, when did you start wearing glasses? Now, I don't know when you started wearing glasses, but I started wearing glasses when I was in the middle of secondary school and I moved. I think I, I started getting in with a bit of a bad crowd. Now, mm. originally when I went to secondary school, I was quite good. I was, you know, I was sitting up at the front, you know, cause all, always the good. Did he join the tunnel snakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You got a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit too old for that. Oh my god! Um, I missed that whole leather jacket, but it was more. Damn. You know, I I, I started. I, I, you know, when I started school, I was I was good. I was in like the best set for maths. And as I went through, yeah. I gradually like moved towards the back of the classroom. And when I sat at the back of the classroom, I realised that I couldn't actually see oh. what was on the like blackboard anymore. And so at that point, like, it was a, like a weird transitional period in my life when I was like 13, you know, and I wanted to join like the cool club and sit at the back and be all like rebellious. Oh. But at the same time, I couldn't see what was going on at all. And I had to get glasses. Oh I didn't really want to get glasses because it would have made me a bit, a little bit uncool. That's amazing. If, if you didn't need glasses, you probably would have been like a total rebel rather than like a nerd. You would have but been like a cool kid. At the same time, I think that, that, you know, these guys who sit at the back of the class and are, are really sort of rebel, some of them probably, probably just need glasses and then they'd be able to see the board. Then they'd get a much better education. I, I think, I think that's how um, I feel it. You know, there's a lot of cool kids uh, sitting at the back who can't actually see. Yeah. How about that? But these days, contacts would have solved my problem, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't happen back then yeah. when I was thirteen. No such thing. They didn't. They didn't exist. They weren't a real a real thing. They were just like a dream. I remember. I remember being in physics and sitting at the. Well, it was all science. I can't remember. Maybe not physics. Science. He t- he taught me physics later. The same same teacher, but his name was Mister Burke. And, um, wow. I, Awkward. well, I mean, that's asking for it, isn't it? And I had draw, I, cause I couldn't see the blackboard wherever he was drawing. I was just bored. You know, I was sitting at the back having to be quiet. I couldn't, I couldn't follow along with the lesson at all. I couldn't oh. copy what was on the board. Oh dear. You know, so I was copying off other people and, you know, and what I did was I got into a type of bad habits where I didn't, I didn't even bother copying off at all. And I was just drawing a, a cartoon. Did of, he ask you a question and you couldn't answer it because you couldn't read what was on the board or something? Well, I mean, that happened all the time. That's nothing. Brindley, no. what is a gravity? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, sir. I don't know. <laughs> that happened a lot. Um, but I, I was actually drawing a cartoon of a big sort of stupid looking man. Uh-oh. And... I put a sort of speech bubble that came out of it and said, I'm Mr. Burke. (laughs) 
Good job. Good job. And of course, of course, what happened was... He was coming towards you, but you couldn't tell because your eyesight was so bad you didn't see him coming towards you? Well, no, I, 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 could, I could see him, but I was so absorbed in the drawing that I didn't notice. Yeah. And... The first thing I heard over my shoulder was his booming voice, and I froze. And he, well, I think, I think he just, <laughs> he just, no, but you know what? He didn't do it like that. He just cleared his throat. He went, <clears throat> "That's not how you spell Burke," <laughs> because his oh, his name, that's good. That's classy. was spelled differently. It was like B U E or something like that. R K. It wasn't R K E. Yeah, B E. Okay. It was like Bork nah. or something. Anyway, Bork. so yeah, then I got glasses Bjork. and I returned to my um, originally he joined the nerdy, uh, intelligent and yeah. studious self, and I went back to my roots and I had a much better time now. And then he discovered this this game called World of Warcraft, <laughs> and the rest was history. Wow! No, I went to university and played World of Warcraft for four years. Uh, Managed to managed to yeah. uh, pass my degree though, um, as opposed to oh, one of us. Uh, uh, and then got a job. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Wow. That was a cheap shot. So- <laughs> wow. <laughs> so my when goodness. did you get your glasses? What What was your story? Do you have a story? I'm still recovering from that burn. Oh, oh my goodness! Sorry, do you want me to bring in some yogurt or, um, or you know, some some sort of after sun? Some yogurt, yeah. I'm a bit peckish. That'd be nice. Okay. Can I have a digestive biscuit to dip in it as well, please? Thank you. I'll just smear it all over your face. Oh, <laughs> now who's the bully? What's going on? <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's just talking about schools brought all this terrible stuff back. Yeah, you're um, talking about being one of the cool kids, and now you're like, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean my time at school was 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 terrible. I mean I was like, you know, I was I was tied to 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 basketball hoops and thrown on top of lockers. I had a terrible time at school. Did they hang you up by your collar on like, you know, clothes hooks? I was definitely on the receiving end rather than on the on the on the the um on the other end. I've always been a bit more too a bit too nerdy. I I mean I was I was in the kind of computer I was, I guess, I was like the in-betweeners, though. You know, I always talk about the in-betweeners because one of my friends from school, Joe Thomas, does actually star in that. There's a there's a US version of it now. Did you see? No, I didn't. Oh god, is it any good? Probably uh, not. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I might have to have a look at that. Oh god, but yeah, big fan of that show because it's it's very similar to how school was when I was around. Because I was kind of one of these awkward mm. like people who was sort of between being cool well i was nowhere near being cool at all actually but i was i wasn't the biggest nerdy nerd either um Aww. i was trapped so what about you go on i'm sure people were terribly interested to hear i mean when you were at school they still had the cane didn't they yeah and I, I did i get the cane once i can't remember i might have done I've, like, blocked it out. I was only joking. I didn't think you were that old. Yeah. Jesus. It was, like, the end of, uh, like, primary school. It was just sort of being phased out. But, yeah, it was crazy. People did actually get beaten by the headmaster, which is just insane when you think about it, isn't it? It's crazy. It's Mm, absolutely crazy. It sounds insane today. A grown man just sort of beats this kid with a large stick. (laughs) I mean... What yeah. the fuck? Probably wouldn't fly today, would it? No. no. 
So let's hear the story about your glasses. When when was the first time you you wore them and started wearing them and what have you? I think it was just as I was starting secondary school. I didn't I didn't need them all the time. It was only you know if I was sat at the back of the class, I couldn't see the board. But obviously, if I was nearer, then I could see it. So I didn't need to wear the glasses if I was at the front. So it was always awkward. It was like, do I sit right at the front and look a massive nerd, or do I sit at the back of the class? And look a massive nerd. So I didn't, <laughs> didn't really have much of a choice one way or the other. It was like, do I look like a nerd with glasses on or just a nerd right at the front with all the swats? And, um. The swats? The swats. <laughs> so, I, uh. so I would go, I would, I would, I'd mix it up a bit. I don't think I really, ca- I just stopped caring. I was like, as long as I sat near someone that I knew, you know, it was fine. It didn't matter whether I was at the front or the back. I think generally it was around the middle, um, about as far back as I could sit without needing glasses. Yeah, I quite like asking questions to the teacher as well, so that's always good being quite near the front to do that. Uh, they weren't always relevant questions as well, which pissed them off. I could imagine. But, yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would just ask just random things of the teachers. But I quite like that. I like engaging with them, and sometimes they quite like that as well. Some teachers would just go off on tangents really easily. Like art teachers in particular were terrible for that. Because at the end of the day, teaching art, you know, let's be honest, it's not the most (laughs) difficult thing in the world. And they didn't put a lot of effort into it either. So a lot of the class would just be, okay, we'll get on with uh, drawing stuff. And that would be it. You know, they didn't actually tell you any techniques or anything. It'd just be like, just, you know, draw this. There you go. Actually, that is true. Get on with that it. is true. Yeah. You never really got taught anything in art, did you? Just no. Just sat no. around. It was terrible. It was like, do do art. That was it. That was what the teacher said. Just, yeah, just do some it. art. Do art. Just do some art. There was, yeah. I don't think I ever had any teaching. Well, I mean, that's one of the things, isn't it, in school? I mean, you start off, like, as soon as you... When you start school, you, you know, all the teachers are scary and gigantic and different and big and, you know, you're, they're your enemy. And then at a certain <laughs> age, usually, I think it was sixth form for me, it kind of changes a bit and they become a little bit more friendly and, you know, they become your friend. And I remember my economics teacher mm. was this huge, huge man called Mr. Gardner. He was a massively overweight man. He was so big. We had the classes out in the sort of, um, in the, because, you know, schools obviously expanded and we had like temporary sort of buildings. He was so big, they had to like build an extension on the school. What? (laughs) I don't get it. What? (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, but he was always, he was always, he was just a big man. He didn't like walking around. And so he pretty much stayed in these sort of temporary buildings all day. Anyway, he had this massive, massive sort of big chair in this, in behind his desk. And, and it was, was it like, like sort commode? of it was it was <laughs> like a toilet built into it. Wow, no, actually, no. Let's not talk about him and be mean about him because he was he was a really lovely guy. And the funny thing okay. is, is that he had this massive chair, and it was it was almost like shaped to him, you know. Um, so no ah. one else could possibly sit in it. It was like a sort of bench, and he would he would never actually get up to write on the board either. I mean, he was just a very lazy man. And he would, instead, what he would do is he would basically get the chalk and he would, like, just raise his right arm up and write behind him on the board. And he'd sort of <laughs> learned to write, like, without looking at the board backwards. So what he'd write, like, fuck? all of the notes behind him, like this, on the board. That is and like this. It, oh, like I'm that. Just, okay. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing it, but... I can't see you, you 
did like, I've got my right arm held up and he, he just did it over his shoulder uh, he, did, he didn't even look and he obviously it was a complete disaster what is wrong with him he was he was very funny he was very nice I did economics with him in sixth form and actually um, just after I finished my exams in upper sixth he died um, of heart of a heart attack oh my god um, which is very sad because he was a lovely man um, so R.I.P. Sad, but not entirely unexpected. No, no, not really. Um, but yeah, so it's funny how that really kind of hit me, though, because you know he was a good kind of friend. He was a nice, he was a really nice man, and it was at a time when Aww. I considered sort of teachers to be not quite the 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 distant figures that you normally consider them to be for your, most of your school life. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you realised that he was a human, a human yeah. being, a man. Yeah, it's a bit of poignant, Aww. poignant true story. That's there. nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Um, so thank you, Tiffany, for the question. Thank you, Tiffany. I hope this helps you and makes you a little bit happier. Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh God! <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh my goodness. Or Tiffany. I am Her Royal Highness, Queen Elizabeth II, and this York port is my royal appointment. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. One fancies a Jaffa cake. Next up, we've got a message from Joe Dolls. I think that's his name. He says, I live in the flight path of a major airport and air base. When a plane flew over, making lots of noise, I wondered if you guys had an airline, what would it be named, what planes would fly in it, and where would you fly to? Sincerely, Joe Dolls. So, you know, we did talk about uh, Yog Airlines, didn't we, um, when we were in America? Yeah, the, the maiden flight. It wasn't a great success. No, um, it was a disaster. But I think people are more interested in, 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 you know, how we were planning on operating Yog Airlines. I think it would be a bit like, it would be like Ryanair. Right, <laughs> Ryanair. That's their business model. The flights would be like five pounds and people would be like, oh my God, only five pounds to fly to like Tenerife. And then we would add all these extra charges on. You know, the five pounds doesn't include the actual seat, so it's standing. But of course, you're not allowed to stand, so you need the seat, right? By law, so, and the seat's like an extra fifty quid, right? Um, and the seat belt is like another fifty quid. You have to buy the seat belt. The headphones <laughs> that are passed out, um, they're like two hundred pounds. Well, you get to keep them though. You don't have to hand them back into the box uh, at the end of the flight. Whoa. Um, okay, it's generous. So yeah, there's going to be all sorts of little extra fun charges. I mean, you don't have to, you know, pay for these things apart from the ones in which you do have to pay. You can add all sorts of taxes onto things as well: fridge tax, hair tax, earplug tax. If you want, if you want earplugs, yep. Um, water tax. If you want a sip of water, it's five pounds per sip. Oh my. Goodness. So yeah, make sure you only have little sips or make sure that you drink a lot before you get on the plane, but not too much. Because if you want to use the loo, uh, it's another 20 quid. Uh, <laughs> and that's only for number ones. Number two wow. is 100. It's 100 for number Whoa. twos. 
Well, uh, I think these. This is literally the way the airline industry is going, anyway. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the to the next flight. Actually, uh, when's that scheduled? Well, I I still have to do my flying lessons before we can uh, before we can fly. Um, oh, I've decided right. to be a bit like John Travolta. I'm gonna learn how to fly a plane and be a pilot. Mm-hmm. But I need a co-pilot. I need two oh, co-pilots. I think. Um, Follow your dreams. Who are you thinking of for the co-pilots? Are you um, interested in learning how to fly? Maybe. Lewis? Um, no. No. Maybe. Having been someone who's driving somewhere with you as my co-passenger mm. is pretty bad. Now, I'm, I'm so, not the one who, like, Mr. Turning twice, putting like an hour and a half onto our journey that time. Going from Reading to Bristol. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, so, Ian Kohler writes, uh, in a related vein, what is the longest trip you have had to travel by car uh, and, or bus? And where were you going? We were going to Bristol and Lewis missed a fucking turning twice. That's the, that's the longest fucking trip. <laughs> I live in America and my family drives 14 hours from Michigan to Georgia to visit relatives. Oh, my God. Um so, where is the, the longest you've had to drive for? Have you ever done a big long road trip in a car or anything or anything adventurous? You've driven around Europe? Have you ever, you know, gone on an adventure to trip in a caravan? I don't know. What have you done? Uh, I haven't really gone on like a, a big road trip. I don't think. No. Uh, I don't, I don't like being in the car for too long. It's horrible. I've been on a, a a train journey that was about twelve hours up to Scotland. Damn, and that was ridiculous. That's just oh god, that was a bit bad. I know. <laughs> I went. I went on a coach trip to to Scotland, and that was about fourteen hours on a coach, and it was horrible. <laughs> it was awful. I mean, ah, uh, just just st- service stations and stuff. I really hated it. I went on um. A, a sort of a drive around France with one of my, um, a couple of my friends, um, once as well. And we took my friend's car. And as soon as we got into France, and uh, we were, we were like going through sort of the driving off the ferry, I think, going on to like, mm-hmm. um, through customs and stuff. As soon as we got off like the, the ramp, just sort of smoke and steam started coming out of the engine Uh-oh. of the car. Um, uh oh. And we had to like stop and the radiator had like, it was basically just a radiator, but the car overheated. Mm. So we filled it up with water. We were like, oh, it probably won't be a problem. And, you know, we, we drove for another half an hour in the blazing sunshine and it just went clonk and, you know, smoke started pouring out of it again. So we pulled over again and it pretty much went like that for the next, uh, next sort of six hours until we, we, we got back home. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was. That was a fun, was a fun escapade. Oh, oh my, my god. god! One time I went to France on a school trip. I, I, um, I forgot my passport, which was a disaster <laughs> as well. Wow! Um, but they let me through. They let me in anyway. You look, you look, you look a trustworthy lad. Come on in. With like a flipping <laughs> um, busload of school kids. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be you know oh. getting in isn't the problem, but getting back is apparently the problem. Uh, <laughs> so how can getting back be the problem? You're like, yeah, let me into my own goddamn cr- country, you, you, you flipping, you f- English you frog bastards. What? Oh, yeah. The English wouldn't let you in. They'd say, sorry, you can't come in. 
This is our country. But I'm English, don't you know? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, old chap. Come back in. They would have you perform a series of, of tests, such <laughs> as, you know, complete the following <laughs> sentence. Nice to see you. To see you. Nice. Hitler has only got one what? A. Ice cream. B. Hitler has only got one ice cream. <laughs> the other is in the freezer. No, it doesn't really work. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Yogpod. We will be back in future, I'm sure, uh, for more adventures. Send us your questions. Yogscast at gmail.com. We may not answer them, uh, but we'll have a go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Yogpod episode 43, which was created by the Yogs cast and stars Simon Lane and Lewis Brindley. It was produced and edited by me, Sparkles. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to go because I think Simon's found out I keep doing this and he's not very happy and I'm probably going to get fired. Um, bye. Did you did you like at the the end of the previous yog pod that Sparkles did like a little ant- outro thing? Yeah. Uh, did you know that he was going to do that? Doesn't he always do that? Does he? Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe I should listen to the yog pod more. <laughs>